0: in the circuit.
1: we thank you for this Sunday morning that you have blessed us with. We thank you in advance for another week of breakthrough. Go ahead, thank him as loud as you can. Praise him, praise him, praise him, praise him. Praise him, praise him, praise him. Our God is a good God. He is a righteous God. There is none like him. He is the Alpha and Omega. He is the beginning and the end. There is no one like him. He is a good, good Father. Take 30 seconds. Clap your hands to Jesus in this house. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. I want you to just give some hugs to at least five people and just say, I'm happy to go to church with you. Yes. And find your seats. Have a relatively short service and then I want to release you so that you can go home and spend some time with your family. I want you to rest and then come back for the service tonight. I know that every night we have been starting the service at 7.30 but today I want to start preaching at least by 7.30. How many of you have been being blessed by being able to watch these videos all over again? Wow, wow, okay. Some of them were asking me why they are not able to get notification. It is because after you subscribe, just next to that subscribe button, there is a, a, a bell button, okay? Uh, maybe you can show that uh, notification YouTube notification if you click on that It will alert you as soon as a video is going up And now YouTube as a way of holding back certain views um, Certain beliefs they try to not promote too much So if you want to be immediately notified click on that bell and you will be Notified. Uh, let's read verse 6 onwards. And Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by his baptism in water and by shedding his blood on the cross. Not by water only, but by water and blood. And the spirit who is truth confirms it with his testimony. So, we have three witnesses. The spirit, the water and the blood. And all three agree. Okay? And all three must agree. Did you hear me? There are three witnesses, even for Jesus. Why even for Jesus? Because Jesus left his under different laws, the laws of heaven, the laws of earth. The the dynamics are different, the dimensions are different, the realms are different. Now Jesus, when he comes to earth, he did not come in his glory. He leaves his glory behind and he takes form of flesh how many of you get what I'm saying so when he was in the form of flesh there are things that needed to prove or testify his substance his anointing there needed to be three witnesses and Jesus had the amen of all the three witnesses So if anybody here that is in the flesh, you and I, we need these three witnesses as well. So the question this morning is, do you have these three witnesses on your life? So the first witness is the spirit, the second witness is the water, and the third witness is the blood. There is a blood that speaks there is a water that testifies and there is a spirit that declares. So as children of God, a test of your work with God is that you have all these three witnesses covering you. Three witnesses. The moment you hear the word witness, witnesses, you think of a courthouse. And in a courthouse, what you see is that there is an accuser accusing you so that you can get maximum sentence to death. Am I right? So, children of God, today we have an accuser, his name is Satan and he's constantly reminding God how terrible you are. He's constantly reminding God how you must be deep to hell. He's constantly arguing with God that you are not supposed to be blessed. He's constantly arguing with God that God should not release a blessing. Our God is a righteous God. Even though God loves us 100%, He is still a God that believes in justice and thus justice. And justice requires for Him to be honest, requires for Him to be sure that if He is going to bless you, there is a reason for his blessing to come upon you. Now, Satan, because he understands that this God is righteous, because he understands that your God is a just God, Satan will go to this God and start provoking, nagging, complaining, and telling God, you are not just. Because you see, she is not worthy of your blessing. She lied. She hates. She is angry. She has unforgiveness in her life. He will list out all your sins, even those from your birth. He will even remind God the sins of your father. He will remind God the sins of your grandfather. Why? Because, the Bible says, God will visit the sins of his children of their children and their children, sometimes even to the fourth generation. The blessings of God goes down all the way to a thousand generations. But the sins sometimes is visited on their children and their children's children and their children. So Satan knows that God is a God of law and order. God cannot change, so he will the accuser will go to heaven and say, you can't bless him this week because of what they did last month. You can't bless him because of what they did last year. He will remind God things that you have forgotten. He said, the devil says, I know what he did last summer. But the devil is a liar. God who knew that there is no way that he can bless you because you and I, we have many flaws. We have many weakness. We are not perfect. So when God realizes that, he sent his only begotten son, Jesus. He said, even though you are not perfect, if you can believe in my son who is perfect, through him, you can have victory. That was a good place to say an amen. How many of you know that we are not here because we are perfect, we are here because of the mercy of Jesus? How many of you know that this week, the blessings we have received is not because we are worthy of it, it is by the mercy of the Lord Jesus? So. All the grateful people in this church, take 30 seconds, clap your hands and love, Jesus. With all your heart, mind and soul, can you say, Lord Jesus, thank you a million. Amen. Please be seated. So it is not important if your boss likes you or not. Did you hear me? It is not important if your uncle approves of you or not. It is not important if your neighbor thinks you're cool or not. What is important is you are (laughs) approved in the realm of the spirit, not natural. Not natural. Some of you are worried about how your face looks like, how is your hair uh, setting looks like this morning, how your makeup was not to your satisfaction. All those don't matter in the realm of the spirit. What matters, demons are not going to look at your mascara and say, My God, your mascara is on point today, let me not attack her. So if a sister is sitting next to you, tell her, don't worry about your mascara. Why are some brothers (laughs) telling… Some sisters are looking at the brother and saying, don't worry about your mascara, why? Why? I'm confused now. (laughs) What matters is not how much money you have in your bank account. What matters is not how you are financially or physically, all these things are irrelevant if, those matter too, you need money, but is irrelevant if you don't have these three witnesses saying Amen to you. What are the three witnesses? So Jesus being in his flesh, even he needed these three witnesses. If Jesus needed, we needed it. Look at a neighbor and said, if Jesus needed it, we needed it too. So what was the first witness? No, the first witness is the water. The water. The water. Okay? Yes, I see the order, but but you have to understand verse six. Jesus Christ was revealed as God's Son by his baptism in water. Because baptism in water is what caused the spirit to come upon. Jesus So many times you see a certain order in the Bible but does not mean that in the spiritual realm it is in exact order as that because baptism was the reason why the spirit came upon Jesus Some people you remember the order ask and eat, shall we give it shall be given to you seek and shall be; and knock but the order is that you first seek and you search and you come to a place where you know where you are and this is the right door, then you knock. And then, when the door is open, you begin to ask. Okay, never mind. If you provoke me, I might not finish. I want this to be the shortest Sunday, but this might end up to be the longest Sunday. (laughs) All right, all right, let's focus on the West. Jesus. Jesus Christ was revealed by, was revealed by the baptism of water. Can you think how profound the statement is? That means for 30 years, even Jesus was hidden until the baptism of the water. It is the baptism of the water that revealed who Jesus was. Until the baptism of water, even Jesus was not revealed who he was. And that is why every month we have water baptism. Which week are we in? This month, fourth week is the baptism. When is the baptism? What date is the baptism? Every month, fourth Sunday, we take time to have people to come into this this tank and they get in here and we have baptism. And sometimes people think, what's the big deal about it? You're just getting into a little water. It seems like the last time I jumped into the swimming pool? It's not. Because when you do this, there are things that you do because God told you to do it and because God told you to do it, the way things happen is going to be different from how you do it when you thought you wanted to do it. Did I confuse you? (laughs) There is a difference between you doing something because you want it and there is a difference between you doing something because God told you to do it. So water baptism is no more about whether you are a protestant or a Catholic or what denomination you are, no. Jesus said, those who believe in me should be baptized in the water. A baby cannot believe. So any baptism that you give a baby is not baptism, it is just you gave the baby another bath. It's nice, it's cute, the babies need to take bath. But it's not baptism. Baptism is Bible's command. Jesus said, whoever believes needs to be baptized. But pastor, these babies are going to grow up and believe. No, there is an order. There is an order. It's like saying, "Uh, pastor, I I will take bath and then apply soap. Did you hear what I said? you can't pour water on your body and then apply soap and then walk out of the shower, your boss will tell you, go back to your house because there's lather all over you. You need to fix that because there is an order. Everybody say there is an order. So Jesus for 30 years as anointed and sent by the heavenly father was not able to manifest his glory until he obeyed the command. The principles of the Father by going into that water and when Jesus came out of the water, that means it wasn't sprinkling. When he came out of the water, heavens were opened. So that's testimony number one. The water has to testify that you belong to Jesus. The moment you get into this tank and get baptized, The Bible says you become one with Jesus. You join with the body of Christ. So the moment you get into this water, the testimony of the water says, yes, he or she belongs to Jesus. So that's testimony number one. So there are people that are not able to come into their full breakthrough Because the water is still not testifying about their oneness with Christ. So, today I want to encourage you. If there is anybody that says, Pastor, I've not been baptized. What do I do? Don't worry. Get an extra pair of clothes. You know, we don't even need to wait till the end of the month, Pastor. Next Sunday when you come, we can we can baptize you in the water because for us it is not about doing it on the same day, July 28th, I believe, but it's not about waiting till July 28th. If you feel like, Pastor, I can't wait till July 28th, it's okay. Bring your clothes, we'll baptize you. Yes. Yes. In fact, we can baptize you anytime during this fast. Just come. Just come. But you need to be desperate to obey the scriptures because you want all the three witnesses witnessing about you. The second witness is the Spirit. The Spirit of God. The first witness is what? The water. The second witness is the Spirit. When you become one with Christ, the Spirit of God automatically comes about upon you. A believer that is not, that is only baptized with water and not baptized with the Spirit of God is a weak believer. And that is why we have been fasting and waiting in the presence of God so that you may receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit, that the Spirit of God may come upon you, that you may not just be a Christian that goes to church and and still remains as a powerless Christian, but you become a Christian that carries power and the way you can receive the power is when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. A Christian without the Holy Spirit is a powerless Christian. Many people say, oh, I have the Holy Spirit, but they've put him in a cage. The Spirit does not move, the Spirit does not lead them, the Spirit does not guide them, Spirit does not give them unction, the Spirit does not tell them, my son, don't go into this." Direction, this direction is a trap. My daughter, don't take up this job. This job is not going to be good. The Spirit does not lead them, they just live life like anybody else. No, as a child of God, you need to be dependent on the Holy Spirit. How many of you are understanding what I'm saying? As a child of God, you want to be part of a church where they will teach you how you can walk with the Holy Spirit, how you can be carried by the Holy Spirit, how you can be blessed by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is going to bless you this week in the mighty name of Jesus. So when the Spirit of God is in you, we need to be a church that is led by the Holy Spirit. Say, everybody say this out loud, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit not, my will, not my will, but yours be done. But yours be done. Holy, Spirit, Holy Spirit, even if I don't like this prayer, please help me, please help me. Not, my will, not my will, but yours be, done. yours be done. Okay, can I make you pray a dangerous prayer? After I say it, you think as you say it. Okay? Say, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. When I want something that you don't want, don't want, something something want. please don't listen to me. Please don't listen to me. Even if I beg and plead and cry, Even if I, beg, and and eat, and cry I want your will, and not, your will. And, not mine. and not mine. In Jesus' mighty name. You just said the most dangerous prayer. Most dangerous prayer. You just said the most... (laughs) Your pastor made you pray the most (laughs) dangerous. I'm telling you, sometimes in my life, I have said, Lord, I feel stuck because there are some things that I want. But I prayed this prayer very early on in my life. I said, God, even if I am angry at you, Don't listen to me, I want your will and it's worked for me. People of God, it's worked for me, it's worked for me. If you really want God to interfere in your life and interrupt you and disturb you and don't care for your feelings and still have his way, if you can give the Holy Spirit that level of freedom in your life, you have to give it, you have to give it because he won't take it, he won't force you to obey him. But if you say, God, I want this amount of interference in my life, he will interfere. Do you hear what I'm saying? If you say that, I'm telling you, he will interfere with your friends, he will interfere with your job, he will interfere, you really think that this is an important friend, God will say, Mm-mm. God, I really like her, Mm-mm. God, I really want to go to Atlanta. Mm. God, I really, really… God… Oh my God, isn't it amazing to be led by the perfect will of God? Come on, church. Say, Holy Spirit, take over my life in every single way possible. Uh. Pray, pray, pray. Thirty seconds, I want you, I want this to become a prayer for life. Yes, I feel the anointing as I… as you are lifting your voice. I want this to drive you, I want this to lead you for life, for life, for life, for life. Let the Spirit begin to testify this morning that you are not a namesake Christian, that you are a Christian led by the Holy Spirit. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Church, I'm going to say that one more time. From today, let the Holy Spirit testify about you that you are not a namesake Christian that goes to church for the sake of going to church, but you are truly a Christian that is led by the Holy Spirit. You are a Christian that lays down your desire for His that you are a Christian that will lay down your hunger for his hunger, your thirst for the water that he gives, you are truly a Christian that says, God, I don't want to die but I surrender, I crucify my flesh, even though my flesh desires other way, I surrender every single day so that I might be a believer that is led by the Holy Spirit. Can somebody clap hands and worship Jesus? Let him hear you, church. Somebody say, Holy Spirit. My life is yours. My family is yours. My children is yours. My finances are yours. My health is yours. My feelings are yours, my My emotions are not mine, mine. it is under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Yes, yes, yes Lord, every single area of my life, I sign it off to the Holy Spirit. Spirit. Oh, Holy Spirit, Spirit. that led Jesus, lead me to One more time, one more time. The Lord is moving all over this place. Things are happening. Even as you're watching us on YouTube, the glory of God is touching you as you pray this prayer. Somebody say, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Shout, Oh, Holy Spirit. Spirit. That led Jesus. Lead me 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 to. to. Say, Oh, Holy Spirit that used Jesus with mighty power Use me too. I surrender my family to you. I surrender my children to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Now take 30 seconds and enjoy the river. Let the river flow, flow. Forget your neighbor and love him. Yes Lord, yes Lord. Let the Lord hear your cry. Church this is a powerful prayer, let the Lord hear your cry. Lord Jesus, yes Lord Jesus, I am serious about this prayer Lord, starting from today, starting from today, starting from today, starting from today, pray in the spirit as much as you can, yes, 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 Holy Spirit, take over my children, take over my family, take over my children, take over my family. Take over my family. Take over my children. Even the little bonds, even the newborns. Let the Holy Spirit come upon your your babies. Let your the Holy Spirit come upon your your. Let the Holy Spirit come upon your teenagers. Let the Holy Spirit come upon your husband. Let the Holy Spirit come upon your wife. Let the Holy Spirit come upon our worship team. Let the Holy Spirit come upon our instruments. Let the Holy Spirit come upon your voice. Let the Holy Spirit come upon your words. You shall be led by the Holy Spirit. You shall not move to the left or the right without the leading of the Holy Spirit. Your family, your master, shall come under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Every argument shall be removed. Every sin in your life shall be removed. Come Lord Jesus, come, come into our church, Lord. Holy Spirit, take over our church, Lord. Jesus, take over our church, Lord. Jesus, take, church, Lord. Jesus, take the wheel. 30 more seconds, clap your hands, let the river flow out of you. Flow, 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 flow in the river. Forget your neighbor, please. Forget your neighbor. Every demonic spirit that have been fighting you from not submitting to the Holy Spirit, we arrest those demonic spirits in the name of Jesus every sin that the enemy has planted in our lives so that he can take us away from the river of the Holy Spirit. Father, uproot everything that is in us that is not of you. Come on. Let me me hear you say that, church. Church, let me hear you say that. You do not just come to hear a sermon and go back. You came to change your life at the altar. So say that, Lord, take away every sin in my life. Uproot every sin in my life. That is stopping the Holy Spirit from carrying me in the river. Holy Spirit, sanctify me today. Let holiness become easy again. Take over my mind. Take over my heart. Take over my tongue. The witness of the Holy Spirit. Sit down, sit down, sit down. May you have the witness of the… When I say sit down, don't sit on your mouth. Keep it coming, keep it coming. Yes, 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 yes. Witness of the water and witness of the Holy Spirit. Does the, the Holy Spirit testify about you that he, that you are a temple of the Holy Spirit not just by name, not just by Facebook profile, but you are genuinely carried by the Holy Spirit. Yes. Will the Holy Spirit testify that about you and I, that we are a remnant in the end times in North America, which is led by the Holy Spirit. Somebody say, Holy Spirit. I am very serious about this. I need you to help me that I may be carried by you, that I might become one with you, that I might be led by you, that I might be be able to bring glory to Jesus by walking with you. Yes, yes, yes. Amen. Agree, 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 agree. So the witness of the water, witness of the Spirit, and the third one is the witness of the the blood, witness of the blood. Jesus died for us and shed his blood on the cross so that we don't have to shed our blood. He died. It is him who paid the price so that we don't have to pay the price. When I say we don't have to pay the price, I mean the price that Jesus paid, no other man can pay. That is the price for salvation. And that salvation is available by us believing in him. Salvation is the only thing in the world that is free because somebody paid the price for it. Everything else, in order for you to get to that place, Some people need to understand, you need to pay the price of energy, time, sacrificing things so that you can get out of your comfort zone and come to a place like this, so that you can hear the word of God and be transformed. But salvation is something that is given free, that is already paid, but everything else there is a price associated with it, even wisdom. Jesus said, come by wisdom with money. Two lines before he said, those who don't have money, come by wisdom with money. That's for another day, don't get me started on that. So if you look at the scriptures, you will see, Jesus shed his blood so that the blood of Jesus can wash our sins. The blood of Jesus is very important because in the court in heaven, there is an accuser that keeps going to heaven and accusing you of your past sins your past weaknesses the past flaws there is an accuser that wants to break your marriage there is an accuser that wants to break your life break your joy break your peace he does that by bringing reminder of your past sins he will bring guilt and condemnation so that you might not go forward in the speed that you're supposed to go. He does that by reminding you how broken you are. That is why husbands and wives, may I remind you, never remind your wife her past. Never remind your husband his past. You know why? Because you don't realize it, but there is a Satan that appears to them every, single day in the form of thoughts and try to remind them of their weakness, of their struggles, of their sins. So you don't need to be the messenger of Satan by reinforcing those thoughts of failure. So look at your neighbor and say, don't be a messenger of Satan and reinforce my failures. Because Satan does a good job of doing that. You don't need to be his assistant. Let Satan do it. But God looks at you and says, I don't see a sin. All I see is the blood of my son. (laughs) Both. That's right, go ahead, clap hands for Jesus. So look at your neighbor and and tell them, please try to see me through the eyes of Jesus. Can you tell them? Please try. Please try. The reason I said try it's because we may not always succeed, but we have to try. When your wife is tagging, when your husband is irritating, ah, oh, you want everything in you to just give a two-piece off. Yeah. You have to hold back that and said, I want to see him through the eyes of Jesus. Yes, he is acting like a little boy, But I won't act like a little kid. I will treat him as the king he is and see him through the eyes of Jesus. Let the peace of God come upon you this fasting in a mighty, mighty, mighty way. Somebody shout, I receive. May you be able to change your language in your house because you are not the accuser of the brethren you are washed by the blood of Jesus. So when you come to a church like this, you, can't, you have all kinds of characters in the church. We are far from being a perfect church. You will come in and somebody just stares at your shoes and rolls their eyes and you're thinking, this is my first day in this church and this lady, and she even has a badge that says that I'm a very important person. And she just rolled your eyes. And everything in you says, I want to leave this church. Listen, 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 listen. This is the trick of the enemy. No matter which church you go around the world, you will never find a perfect church because the church is made out of broken people. It's a bunch of sinners coming under one roof. It's a very dangerous recipe. Yeah, yeah. But what the only thing that is perfect is the Lord Jesus and we have to learn to look at each other through the blood of Jesus. Amen. The blood of Jesus covers a multitude of sin. How many of you can say amen to that? How many yeah. f- The blood of Jesus covers a multitude of sin. So the blood of Jesus is covering you. Oh yes, the blood of Jesus is covering you. People of God, today, We have the opportunity to take this communion knowing that we can go boldly through the throne room of grace because the blood of Jesus is covering us. It is the blood. I said, we are going to have a short service so that you can come tonight and I can continue what God has put into my spirit. So I want you to take the communion in your hands do you have this three witness that is working for you? I said, do you have this three witness that is working for you? In the secret In the quiet place In the stillness You are there In the secret, in the quiet, I made only for you because I want to know you more Is this a real prayer in your heart? Is this a real prayer? Because we need to desire what we desire is what we will get. Look at the neighbor and say, It is only what you desire that God can give you. Come on, tell them. So the song says, I want to know you. Is that true? Yes. Do you want to know Jesus more? Yes. The next line says, I want to hear your Amen. voice. Every Christian needs to learn to hear the voice of God. Next. I want to know you more. Yes, we've already known him, but we need to know him more. Then I want to touch you. How many of you want to touch God tangibly? You know, please listen to me. There is a place where God can bring you, where you are able to physically experience God your Family, in your marriage, in your house, where God can release His physical presence physically. You know, you're not just some uh, guga gaga believer, Christian that is living in His own world. No, when people talk to you, you can say, Yes, this Jesus I experience, He's physical, He's tangible. Come on, one more time. Let's worship Jesus. I want to know. I want to hear your voice. I want to hear your
0: voice. I want to know.